Hello everyone and welcome to the to-do list. So this week we're going to talk about things that we want to change once we come out of lockdown. Now know that this changes differently depending on what country you're in or actually even what state you're in here in the United States. But we are here in New York City and moving into phase four with some restrictions and it's given us a lot of time to ponder our lives in general. And so here is a list of things on our to-do lists that we're going to be taking from this experience to make our lives a little bit better in the near future. So here we go. Hi, this is Noah. Hey, it's Camberly, and this is the To-Do List. Hey everyone, so today we're going to be going over a list of things that we want to do once we are out of lockdown. We in New York City, it's a little bit different across the US, of course. Um, we are going into phase four here with a few restrictions um, here very soon. And the reason why I thought about this was because we've been locked down for what is it, three, four months? We have been locked, well, we've March. been locked down since March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. March 17th. That was our magical day. Well, for me and I was locked down a little bit earlier from uh, my job. I have been extremely lucky in that um, I was able and am still able to work from home, uh, which makes my life a little bit easier. But that being said, you're still kind of in the same four walls. And I think when you have that much time with no outside distractions because you can't or you can't see certain people, you learn to reconnect with yourself, with your friends, with life in general. And so it kind of, even though in a lot of ways it's tragic with everything that happened and, and of course the loss of life and the people getting sick, um, in a way you could take it as this is really depressing or you could take it as a way to better yourself and for me I feel like in a lot of ways in some strange way it made me look at my situation and myself a lot more deeply so self-examination oh, most definitely right and so when you introduced I took it a little bit as like how are we gonna or what am I gonna do like active do it's oh yeah of, absolutely oh, see, oh I, it is I was it confused is if it was that or if it's more of how is my life going to change or my outlook going to change? How's my attitude going to change? What's going to be different on the other side? Well, see, I guess I'm a little bit fuzzy. And as for to... me, it's it's a little bit of both. And okay. here's why. Because sometimes you'll do certain things. You know, you'll say, this is what I want to change once I'm out of lockdown. But it comes from an emotional place. Because it's like, because I've been away from this, this is why I'm going to do this more. Kind of, if that makes mm -hmm. sense a little bit more, if it clarifies yes. a little bit more. Because you miss it more. Exactly, exactly. And it tells you, it kind of puts things into perspective. So I think, especially with this opening up, it's kind of like, whew, okay, we can go out there. It's still a little bit quiet at night and things, but it's going to change. And once, and things will continue to open up. This will end. Like everything else, it will end. And so at that point, I want to live the best life possible that I can. So for me, I know in lockdown, one of the biggest things that I've been really wanting to work on is my health. I think, especially with everything going on, I think health is really important. And when you say health, are you talking mental or physical? Both. Okay, thank I you. I think both is, is very important. Um, and so for me, as soon as I went into lockdown, I wasn't happy with, because of the job I do, I don't always get to move around like as much as you do or things. And I'm kind of locked down a little bit and stationary. And so I started exercising because so many things were offering free things. And so for me, I want to continue to take care of myself 
so that comes with exercise and also mental health. Um, I've been doing a lot more yoga. I've been doing a lot more meditation. I've been trying to sleep more, failing at that. <laughs> last night was good. Last night was good, but I have insomnia <laughs> normally, so it's very difficult for me to um, to sleep a lot of times. But it's something that I'm focusing on because if you don't get enough sleep, if you don't take care of yourself, your outlook on life changes a little bit is what I've realized. And so for me, you know, I'm not a huge exerciser. I'm in good shape, but not in as good a shape as I would like to be. And I feel like to have a good future and to be able to do these things and enjoy the more I need to start taking care of myself because I think it's very easy to say, oh, eventually, 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 and then your body gets to a point where it's not gonna allow that anymore. You know, even little changes just in food or just walking around the block a couple times, every little change means something. Even with your mindset, every little thing means something. Um, just the giving yourself positive affirmations. You know, I'm not like trying to be some weird like guru or listen to those people. I'm just saying in general, being kinder to yourself. And I think in lockdown, what I realized about myself in a lot of ways is that I can be kind of harsh on myself. Mm, I will attest that she is harsh on herself. I can be, yeah. I can be extremely harsh on myself. And you know, society in a lot of ways can do that for you. (laughs) And so it's like, you need somebody on your side. So why not you? Why are you allowing yourself to be bashing on yourself when other people will make judgments or do that i don't need you to hate on me i got other people for that <laughs> I know. exactly it's I like so I, I'm, I'm getting to the point where i'm realizing this is my one life you could be around other people but in the end you're always you come into this world with yourself and you usually go out alone and so nobody's on nobody's side nobody's on nobody's no. side oh don't make me break out singing but oh, you know, I want to make you break out singing because no, you're so hard on your singing voice <laughs> you're so, so mean to yourself about it, but she has a beautiful voice she has yeah, a beautiful voice thank you thank so. you so yeah so I think it's taking a more positive outlook and being kinder to myself and taking care of myself in general hopefully it's a long life so I want this beautiful vessel that I'm in to continue being healthy Everybody goes it alone. That's that not okay. Anyway, sorry. I, I just you know nobody's on nobody's side, and we all you know come in. Anyway, so you got me going on that. Um, me, one of the things that I know once I'm out of lockdown, I was kind of trending on this before lockdown happened, but I did have a goal to. Oh, I'm trying to remember. It's 2019. Or, yeah, 2019 or 2018. I'm trying to remember when I started thinking about this, but it was to travel at least once a month. So then I evaluated that and like my my desire, because I feel like we're so blessed to have a beautiful world around us. Uh, and I want to take advantage of that and see that. So one of my goals, and I've been vocal about wanting to see all 50 states, is... I want to see all 50 states by 2025. So I think that once we're out of lockdown and we're able to um, capitalize on that more. Yeah. Now, New York State has a ban on... Right now, I believe it's 22 states. Yay. We have a, well, but then again, you know, like lockdown. So, I mean, I'll quarantine myself for two weeks. It, it might be worth it. But, I mean, what can I actually do and what's feasible? Point is, when this is done, um, travel is going to be a big thing internationally it looks like it's going to be a bit of a hurdle yet but domestically definitely I, I I want to make that happen and I almost then want to restart like do it again after 25 do it again yeah. because many of the states I've already been to like I love so there's many that have quote unquote left me wanting more so <laughs> I feel like once we're done with this lockdown travel will be um, bigger on my agenda because one, I'll have the freedom to do what I've wanted to do for a song but then um 
there's been this obstacle yeah. for the better good in front of me. No, no, and that's kind of uh, goes off what I, I was going to say as well. It's kind of live more and love more is, is how I look at it. And part of it is doing those things that you always say, I'm going to do that one day, you know? And I feel like one day isn't guaranteed. And mm-hmm. so for me, a lot of it's traveling. I realize being locked up, there's certain things that I absolutely love that I haven't been able to do. And traveling, I know I love. But it's like even taking like a weekend jaunt with friends, you know, um, and it doesn't have to be expensive. Even taking a day jaunt, you know, just upstate or whatever. You can do that wherever you're at, you know, and not everybody loves travel. But if you're usually with our channel, it's probably you probably do. <laughs> so um, or you like doing stuff. It might be eating. It might be museums. Exactly. It might be, whatever you, you like, you know, but it's more of just enjoy things. I know for me, sometimes it's easier just to come home. I mean, I, I do like to go out, but sometimes if it's been a crappy work week it's like i just want to unwind and there's nothing wrong with that i think for me though i just need to kind of choose that one day and just make that my relaxed day and the rest of it actually go out and enjoy life because there may be a time or you can't because you physically can't or whatever happens you do know what i'm thinking right now. i right? know what you're what thinking, am i thinking but, uh, i don't know <laughs> what would rick Ocasek do uh, it's like so, <laughs> you know for me it's more of definitely living more i feel like that's something it's that whole you know, eventually I'll get to it. Eventually I'll do this. Eventually I'll go to this museum. Eventually I'll go to this, you know. Well, it's kind of like the travel thing in my mindset. I hear a lot of people saying, uh, I actually um, messaged um, many people in my family today to ask them where their dream destinations are. And the reason why I did that is because there is a site that you can go on that actually has a lottery for travel. And so I was curious where their bucket list destination is or what their destinations where they wanted to go to. And and I'm not saying they're saying, oh, someday, oh, someday. But I would say, oftentimes I hear people say, oh, I want to go to, uh, I'll pick Sweden. I want to go to Sweden one day. And they say, oh, when I'm retired, I'm going to do that. Well, retirement may not happen. And by that time, it does actually happen. Your body may not uh, allow you right. to do all the things you want to do. So that's why when you say someday, someday, yeah, I, I do hear the danger of someday because someday never comes or it's like tomorrow if somebody says tomorrow and tomorrow never comes because we're always in today if that makes sense yeah exactly i mean that philosophical person who says oh tomorrow tomorrow but tomorrow never comes it's always today well the time is always now you always have to focus on that and that's kind of what i've been doing here even with things that i haven't done and that have been on my to-do list for a long time you know like playing guitar it's like oh i want to do this you know oh i want to work out and do yoga more this big this guy he's living the best life go you so you know there's so many things that i started to work on my photography again my editing all these things that i've wanted to do and i'm like i don't have time i don't ever read books i've started reading books again you know things that i want to do but it's kind of hard after a while where you want to go out and do it and so i want to bust forth and do that and also on top of it just being in lockdown also kind of in a lot of ways taught me to value people you know there's certain people that i expected maybe to be there a little bit more that weren't and they have their own thing maybe they have their own life things going on you know and so they can't oh i know yeah yeah. and then there's people who step forward and really connected with me you know and some of these people i'm like whoa you know i didn't necessarily expect that people that i hadn't spoken to in a couple years that reached out to me and were like hey are you okay because knowing that i'm in new york city they're like are you okay and how is it and even if I don't talk to them every day, that's okay. It's the fact that there's certain people that just reached out and really made an effort to connect. And I think that's something you kind of have to value more and something that I need to value a little <laughs> bit more is 
once I'm out of here, I think it's really easy to get stuck on the petty crap with people. I mean, if somebody really like dicks you over, can I say that? Well, I did. You just you did. know, if if somebody does that, you know, don't put up with it. Obviously, if they're toxic, no. Oh, I thought you meant in a good way. No, <laughs> you can do that too once Rona's gone. <laughs> but be careful, you know. So you know, it's more of with. Be careful, you know. Obviously, you're not going to like be around somebody who doesn't respect you or care as much as they should about you. But really, hold on to those that do. I really want to connect with people more on a better level, more understanding level, a less more judgmental level. I think because we're all just people trying to get through this world. Well, and I think part of that may came. Well, first of all, I was kind of struck because I'm like it's almost like we're sharing a brain right now because that was kind of where my brain yeah. was. Well, interesting enough. But then when you say less judgmental and more not accommodating, but um, I think I think the phrase that they've been using is focus on the we, not me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where you're going with that, meaning not not intentionally, but looking at other people's and saying not worrying about what you get out of it or worrying about how they made you feel but focus on the community or how you feel both of you feel concerning the other person if that makes sense it does definitely make sense i think for me though sometimes i tend to um getting deep here getting you're getting to know as well i think it's i can kind of pull away a little bit and be very solitary at times um I, i can also be a fun time gal but sometimes i can not necessarily put it out there as much as I should. So with it's more people. about how much you're willing to put out there. Not I, I was focusing on the judgmental thing, or, or we don't well, know. It's all of it. It's all of it. Okay. I think being less judgmental and being more open to people, because I think when you're just more open in general, things start coming to you. And I think, look, open your heart a little bit more to people is kind of how I look <laughs> at it. Because honestly, it's like good things can come. I mean, people can also hurt you, but if you think about it, are they really? I mean, how much are you really giving them? You can walk away. So it's 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 something that I really want to focus on is my interpersonal relationships and really grabbing in more with those people who've made an effort and that I've made an effort with because I think it's really important to connect with people, especially during this time, which was really tough. And I just i am really appreciative for those people who, who came through for me and I can't wait to meet new people and to continue cherishing the ones that I already know and, and love. Open your heart to me. This is what came to my head. Totally. Um, yeah, I agree with that because I think one of the things that did strike me in this is to see, like you said, the people who re- reached out. Um, I was struck by people who didn't as me well. Me too. And I, I, I'm not, I, I do understand what you're saying and not judging. And I'm not, I'm not judging. Yeah. I, I'm not. You don't know what's going on in their life. Right. And I, but I also look at it as those who did. We don't know what's going on in their lives, but I look at it as those who did. They made me feel valued. Yeah. They made me. Um, there, There's an organization I'm active in. Um, it's an association of school councils. And one of the activities we do is basically give everyone a playing card. We take out the jokers. So it's ace through two. And one of the things we do is you put the card on your head and you're supposed to look at the other person so you can't see your own yeah so you don't know what you have and then you treat that person according to the rank 
on their forehead. Yeah. And then at the end we of uh, the activity, we asked them what they thought they were, mm-hmm. how they felt they were, and what they are, how that compares to real life. And do we know people who are treated like twos in real life? And, and where are you in your real life? Yeah. So to compare, it's an activity to basically get people to kind of go outside of their own experience. Yeah. And for once experience what it's like to be someone else. And so I guess the reason why I reference that is there were people during this time that did make me feel like an ace, a king, or a queen. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who made me feel like a two, three, or four. I would say the flip side of that, though, is nobody can make you feel inferior without your own permission. So, therefore, I allow those people to make me feel less than or not so valuable. But I think by taking, you know, it's a double-edged sword. I can argue both sides of any case. And I think that basically I'm looking at it as those people who did not make me feel like an ace, king, queen. Those people who made me feel less. um, it, It... even though they might have their own things going on in their lives, it kind of showed me with those who did reach out where I stand in their eyes and the people who didn't, it shows me where I stand in their eyes for whatever reason. I'm not saying that I always need to be somebody's ace and I don't always need to be somebody's king. But as you mentioned in coronavirus, I do live in New York and it was the epicenter and it's kind of like, so if I were theoretically in the hospital and not able to see anybody for weeks on end, does that matter to you? Do I matter to you? It, it's yeah. kind of that kind of... It, it, I think that, yes, coronavirus, the, the whole lockdown, the whole experience, has caused one to reevaluate relationships and, and their value. Absolutely. And it's kind of made me... Oh, absolutely. In certain ways, I'm just like, uh, you know, in certain ways, I kind of look at certain people, not because they're bad. You know, they meant something to me at one time, but it's kind of like, okay, I can let you kind of go. And, you know... Because it's, clear, and it's not, it's not a diss. It's kind of like... No, no. It's more of... Clearly, you're not that invested in this relationship, and exactly. I'm not sure I should be because I don't know that this is going to be a mutual relationship. Right. It might be one where you're the giver, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being sure. the giver, but I would say that you, you Kimberly, or yeah. you, a listener, anybody, is worthy of being a recipient as well. It's just most relationships be a two way street. I brought this up to uh, my mother, for example, and something I evolved into even before coronavirus. It, it's basically I've tried to treat people the way they treat me. So I don't always succeed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I treat them worse than well, they treat human. me. Yeah. Sometimes I treat them better than they treat me. Yeah. So uh, it's neither here nor there. But it's a matter of why am I always nurturing or reaching out to relationships that I yes. don't get something back from. And that's not to be selfish. It's just to say part of a good relationship is the listening take. and being listened to. So it, it is a give and take, yes. And no, I think that's absolutely. Even before coronavirus, I saw, but coronavirus really um, intensified it on certain relationships. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And it's like certain people just didn't even reach out at all. And I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> you know? And, and that's okay. I'm not blaming them. We don't know what's going on. We hope they're alive. I mean, and that's not, not to be yeah. a jerk. No, I mean. no, some of them I know for sure. And that's fine. You get to a point sometimes where you just outgrow relationships. And what I'm realizing is sometimes I'd hold on to these relationships hoping for what was. And the reality is... That's a nostalgia thing. It's, it is. And there's people here who are right in front of you saying, hey, I'm here. You know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, why am I devaluing that what was you well, know well because what was was so cherished for a good memory yeah and, and it's okay to hold that but it's okay to also let it go and invite people into your life that you're going to get more from at this point in your life right so i think for me that's something that i am going to definitely be focusing on more is relationships yeah uh, no uh, that i i agreed with you so cool All right 
<laughs> yeah, that was my second one. Do you have anything else you want to add? Or um, for me, the, the last one, I don't know if you have anything else, but for me, the last one is basically living life to its fullest in that what you want to do. Not just, do, not just hobbies, but I think it's so easy as people that we can fall into things that we don't necessarily want to do in our day-to-day. You're talking about jobs. It could be a job. Yeah, absolutely. It could be a job. It could just um, be like even like a hobby. Sometimes you hold on to a hobby just for nostalgia or whatever. And it's it's a good time to let go of certain things, I think. And then invite newer things into your life. And for me, it's kind of like I wouldn't mind a career change. Mm. You know, I think it taught me a lot being in lockdown what is valuable to me overall. And it's like if you look at the whole thing and it's like this is... You know, this is my life. It's like, and how precious it is. I kind of realize how precious we all are as individuals. Sometimes we shortchange ourselves with things because it's easier or we know it really well. And it's just like, oh, it's just easier to do this. And it's like, but 10 years from now, are you going to regret that? You know, obviously I'm not saying go quit your job and like, mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if you can't live off of it, you know, you have to do what you need to to survive. But maybe take those small steps to move on to the next chapter a little bit. You know, um, for me, I know I've let certain hobbies that I loved go. I just let them go for whatever reason. And it's like, this has value to me. And I have let this go for whatever reason. Because I let my job get in the way. Or, you know, I let other things get in the way that don't matter as much. If that makes sense. (laughs) So, for me, I want to focus on music more. Okay. I want to focus on my creative endeavors more because that's what gives me life. And I've let my job, which I'm very grateful for, it's kept me afloat, kind of get in the way of that. And it's like, was that what I was really truly supposed to do? You know, it's not for me, I don't think. And so for me after this, I really want to focus on, actually I could still do it. <laughs> In some ways I really had to get off my butt and get to that GRE, GRE, mm. and really force myself to go back to school and to try to do what I really feel like I was supposed to do. I feel like... To get that diploma, get that diploma. <laughs> well, I have the diploma, but that's I mean the other different. diploma. Oh, the other. Hmm. Yeah, my master's. So for me, I... I don't know. I feel like I've sat on things a long time. And this is a chance to kind of reevaluate everything and say, I don't want to do that anymore. My time is valuable. You know, my wants are valuable. Listen to my gut a little bit more. That's what I need to do. And I think a lot of us don't. We kind of shut off that voice and say, no, you know, we, we, we think with our heads a little bit more than our hearts and guts. And I think. So you're saying we should think with our hearts and guts more? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously... Okay, these guys are really loud tonight. It happens. He needs to think with quiet. He needs to think with he his guts. He needs to think, shh. That's what he needs to think, shh. He needs to... <laughs> I think that's his I think it's like the too. same guy. Do you need a friend? Do you need somewhere to go? I know. It's um, like... And, and I've seen these they've guys... They've taken over the city, Well, I've way. actually seen these guys. They're not teenagers. I know. That's they're, like, they're, they're like 50s. adult men. I've seen a woman doing it. That I mean, that's, I guess, a stereotype in my head or a prejudice. You assume I it's thought guys. it was young kids. No, there's, there's women. No, and no, some of them are like 50, 60. It's like, what are you guys doing? Like, I, I understand. Buy that new convertible buddy. I understand lockdown. I get it. But it's like, guys, 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 guys. <laughs> Then again, they might be thinking with their guts and doing what they... They are. You know what? Maybe what they, they are. This is what they're doing and this is their chance to do it. So who am I to poo on it? Except what it's late at night and they need to... 
choose an alternate route, <laughs> a different street. Maybe they road. should let other people enjoy their lives. But no, I think it, it's very important to really go with what's important to you. And so that's something too that I need to focus on is reevaluating my life and what I really love to do versus what keeps me afloat. I see. Um, I guess my last thing, no, it's not I guess, I'm sure of it. I, and it, it came to me during coronavirus is be thankful be more thankful in general. But the way it manifested for me is there were certain, like, things that kept me <laughs> mentally healthy, mm-hmm. shall we say, during this. Because um, I've said before that I think Kimberly's been dealing with lockdown better than I have. Yeah. Which was interesting to me. I didn't think that it would be as... I thought, well, I thought she would she would have a harder time than I did. But it was reverse of what, we, what I had anticipated. So anyway, that being said, there were certain things that kept my mental health at a decent place. One would be walks, one would be geocaching, but more so certain things or certain people, like a certain location, there was a coffee shop that stayed open the entire time. Yeah. So that routine of getting coffee there has helped my sanity. That that routine, that, that novelty of having a different flavor or something, and, and seeing familiar face that, well, behind a mask that that kind of helped also there were certain channels on youtube um the one is critter vision and i'll say it it's basically a cam and self uh, camera in south carolina mm-hmm. in someone's backyard their names are chris and jane and basically what they do is show they feed animals it's usually a possum one was named mr nipples um there's a raccoon or a number of raccoons deer uh squirrels uh fox have mm-hmm. shown up coyote i think have shown up as well um in that they feed them and seeing the animals seeing them interact there's a chat with it that kept me sane and so i think between the coffee shop even though starbucks has now come to our neighborhood and it's open i will still be i, I want to support people that have supported me during my hard time and so i want to be grateful for that and so i want to be thankful and uh show that by not taking away my patronage also critter vision i want to continue to support yeah. the people who have been there for me in my time of need that goes for establishments it goes for like entertainment venues but it yeah. also goes for people as well people who have been supportive during this time that kind of ties into my second point but it's different because it's not only maintaining or showing the value of a relationship but being grateful for the efforts that other people make and i think that's a, a distinction that oftentimes we may think it, but not necessarily express it. Yeah. Whether it be by action or whether it be by words. Yeah. So, that's... I mean, I feel like I'm thankful in general, but I think I, I mean... I'm going to be more... Uh, my, my scope has been brightened. I, I had never seen Creative Vision before Corona Lockdown. I had never been to that coffee shop before yeah. Coronavirus Lockdown. So, I think that my life will be changed because I have people that I'm... Not people in establishments, but... Uh, people I'm grateful for and thankful for and not indebted to yeah. but people that I want to support post-coronavirus yeah. so I think that's how my life has changed a little bit because absolutely. of absolutely so. absolutely so I think in all of this it just comes down to even when it's a difficult period I guess and it is hard for other people than others and sometimes that could be me but there's always something good that could come out of it if you look for it yeah I think the you question know? this week is really is how am I going to be better how yeah. is this experience making me better? And I think that's what is on the to-do list. It's, a, it's self-reflection and saying, yeah. how am I going to be better? How am I going to improve 
my contribution to the world or society or to my how am I going to make my life better right and it's okay to bemoan things and be upset about what happened or you know what is happening but also know that there's always the other side there's the yin and yang and and there's a positive side to it and that's kind of what I've gotten out of this to a degree it's kind of weird but I'm a little bit thankful because it kind of put things in perspective and hopefully I won't go back to those old habits that I don't want to go back to well it's also what are you going to do about it as you said bemoan it it, it's kind of like you can complain left around sideways about the the hand that's been dealt by fate sure. the bottom line is if you always do what you always done you're always going to get what you've always done right. so how is tomorrow going to be different what what's going to change right as long as you're breathing you have a chance to change Amen. things so yeah i mean with that live your life as an exclamation not an explanation <laughs>